Hi friends, I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson and welcome to Beyond the Moment. And I feel like we're just creeping to the finish line of the year. I am telling you what, my spirit animal is a sloth right now. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking about because we we had talked about uh, you know, doing this last this will be our last show for 2022, which is crazy. Like, how is it almost 2023? Like we're we're almost in a whole new year. I mean, where, how did that happen? I don't know. I think it took, I don't know, like three retreats, four trainings, (laughs) um, having a baby, um, moving offices, you know, it was just a few things we were doing. Yeah. It's a little busy this year. I know it, you know, it's like, I, you know, I don't know if you're like this, where it's like, I start the year off in January and I'm like, well, look at this year that's upon us. Like, this is so exciting. We have time for a new year. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, that year just flew by. I mean, like, and there it went, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just love that at the end of the year, they want you to do your um, review and set goals for the next year. And usually I like go overboard on those goals and things that I get all (laughs) excited about new ministries I want to start. And like this year, I just want to write tired from years past. See, see years 2020 through 2022. Correct. For reference. <laughs> <laughs> Owed mental I vacation. I know. I know. I was thinking about too, like, you know, I mean, it, it is so crazy to me that it, we're right here at Christmas. And, and we were talking the other day about, of course, this being the Advent season and how this is like, this is the time we're settling our hearts and like, and really focusing on, you know, why it is that we celebrate the season and all the things. And I just like, I kept thinking, man, I'm so like, I'm so thankful for that peace that Jesus does give us. Cause I am struggling with it, you know, like mm-hmm. just, you know, it's just been uh it, it's been a busy year for sure. But I, you know, I think, you know, and for a lot of people, I mean, it's for a lot of us, it's just, it's been a, you know, it's still been another tough year and it's like, you know, it, uh, just wanting, I'm so thankful, I guess, for that, that hope, because it's like, my goodness, if I didn't get it from him, I wouldn't have it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that this, this year has been a a tumultuous year year in our country. I think it's just everything pulls us away from our focus in Christ. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that, as we allow ourselves to be drawn in by the media and what the world says, um, you know, everything's just falling apart around us and, and we have to realize that there is a greater plan at hand and, and, uh, and Advent's such an awesome time just to be focused on what, what was that greater plan? What was the great plan of rescue and continues to be that plan of rescue. And I would say, you know, if you, if you need some hope, if you need some joy and all of those things during Advent, go, go get a Jesus storybook Bible. Literally, that's what it's called. The Jesus storybook Bible and read that's that storybook Bible from beginning to end. And it tells children that that story of redemption and that plan for rescue and and how it was there from the very beginning. And it just, it's just so good. And I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but, um, but yeah, that, that, that he, his redemption is in process Yeah, um, that he continues to redeem. It wasn't a one-off that, that every day we're being saved from something. Yeah. Um, we can be grateful for that. And that, you know, I am, I think about so much too, especially this time of year, you know, 
that, I mean, Jesus was always part of the plan, right? I mean, he, he was always part of, this wasn't like, you know, God went, oh my gosh, you guys really messed this up. Now I got to send in, (laughs) now I got to, now I got to, you know, send in Jesus and really fix this. I mean, Jesus was 3000 BC, he said. Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was always part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. From, from the time of the first sin, God had a plan to save us, save us right back. And, and I think you had a great, you have a great point when it, what happens, especially in this time. And, and I know when you and I've talked about this, I know, I know we're not alone in this and that there's so many things that pull our focus off of, of Jesus really, even in this time and they're good things. I mean, and a lot of them are, you know, are even things like we've got church plays, we've got Christmas programs, we've got, you know, uh, family. I mean, all those are really good things, but it's hard sometimes when you're trying to organize all of those things and you're, you have your plans and you're like, okay, we've got this, this day. And now we've got this, this day. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, here's Christmas. And I don't feel it you know, at peace, I, I feel all out of whack and I feel, you know, like chaos has ensued around me and all the things. And, and so like, and so that to your point, it's, it's like, we have to come back to, to that, that simplicity of like, of just of the manger, you know, of just that whole scene of, of, you know, God, just Emmanuel, just God with us, that he would come to dwell within us. And like, um, I mean, I've really just been thinking about that so much and, and to keep in my own perspective of just trying to, um, because it's, it's hard. I mean, yeah, none hard of us do this season, right. You know, none yeah. of us do. There is no person on earth, unless you have, you know, a myriad of servants like Martha Stewart, there, <laughs> there are none of us who are exempt from the stress, unless mm-hmm. you decide you don't celebrate the holiday. There is there is nobody who can get it right all of the time. And mm-hmm. and what we just have to do is, is, is just hold on to what is true and, and, and the simplicity of the story. And that is redemption. So just hold on to redemption. Hold on, mamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus is coming, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, and I just think, I think, you know, that's, that's something that we all just have to think about, you know? And, and, you know, I, I told you my story about going cuckoo bananas on my kids last week. Like I, I, I cannot, there is not one of us who can model the ideal for the, mm-hmm. for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. Should I tell them my story? I mean, I, I, I think at this point they're going to want to know. <laughs> I mean, where would you put in this in the, the highlights reel of like the bad mom's highlights real like it goes pretty high up there don't you think Amanda I well you know I'm not you know I'm not I'm the wrong person to ask that because I'm right there with you no I don't think you are oh oh, oh, yeah I am um do you remember who taught the class to moms on anger management that was me Mm. experience with that I gotta manage some here here's the thing though I think uh you you sharing this story though is going to also give another mom the freedom to go oh it's not just me because it is not just you it is it is a lot of us at this time of year so yeah so you know it had already been a, a high drama week with all of my children and like I told you they they had not seemed to want to share air and um yeah I just I I don't know my girls usually are really good to each other you know you've got your 12 year old you know preteen 
drama mama, Mm -hmm. but you know, for the most part, they're, they're, they're pretty awesome girls. And it's just been like the last two weeks, like they just can't get enough of tattling on each other and being hateful. And so, um, we were supposed to sing a special for church on Sunday. We did just so you know, it happened, (laughs) but we were supposed to be practicing with the music minister on Wednesday, just us by ourselves, couldn't hide behind any other children or parents. And um, so Josie, the, the the music minister, begins to play the song differently than how Lauren Daigle's background sounds on mm-hmm. her CD. Josie loses her mind. She completely shuts down. She just acts like she has never, ever had to switch gears ever in her life. And she lives with me, so you have to switch gears <laughs> on a constant. And so she just was acting just ridiculous about it. Oh, I don't know what it, I'm not going to do it. I can't, I can't mom. This is not how it was. And so then he su- suggests that, that maybe we sing Oh Holy Night. Josie literally said, I've never heard this song. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then there's this one part we decided that Phoebe would come in on, on little parts of it because she doesn't, she, she can't read yeah. that. Right. She had her little part. And every time I would turn around, it'd be time for her to sing her little part. She would be somewhere else. And then Josie would be down the hall screaming at her to get back in, which I did not ask her to do. It's a complete embarrassment in front of our music minister who I adore. And, and so I, you know, I held it in and I kept my, my, my mess together until we walked in the door. And then I went on the Christmas is over tangent (laughs) for my family. Yeah. And y'all, I took it that next step. And I said, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, then we are not going to celebrate his birth in this home. Mm-hmm. And I, y'all, I took every ornament off the Christmas tree, every single one of them, every ornament. I de-decorated the mantle, like the, the Christmas left the Lindhout house. <laughs> My children were, there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. I know my husband wanted to leave me in that very moment. Like he was having, he, he knew he couldn't get mad at me because I was already so angry that fireballs. Yeah, that wouldn't have ended well. Like he, it was just sheer self-preservation on his part that he didn't just come and call me a bad mother. But yeah, the, the girls like fell asleep crying. It was, it was terrible. And, you know, the next morning Gavin said, well, you want to talk about this? And I said, sometimes they just need the poop scared out of them before Christmas. <laughs> and that's where we left it. So I am the queen of bad momming at Christmas. I promise you that you're not. I promise you that, first of all, I've been there before and I'm sure people listening have been. I I, I, told, I mean, that is why my theory is that the closer we get to Christmas, the more the kids lose their mind. I mean, it just is. And it, it's also because we have this, like everything else is swirling inside of us. You know, it's like, that is the the tip of the iceberg that happens like that is, or the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it's, we're balancing so many things there in this season. Like, Oh, and, and, you know, like just to top it off, why don't we have a different theme for something we're supposed to wear to school every day to, you know, the week before Christmas break. Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, let's, let's be an elf on the shelf day. Let's do a Dr. Exactly. Seuss day. Let's do a hot chocolate and come in your pajamas day. Exactly. That is exactly. the only day I approve of. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's make them all. Yeah. Like all, <laughs> what do you call it? Christmas Express. It's not Christmas Express. What is it? The Polar Express. The Polar Express. Yeah. The Christmas Express. And eh, potato, potato. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> 
I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I am, yo, I'm so tired of my children. I'm tired of my children already. And we are not even, like, we got two weeks to go. And my children are just, they are so bad. They are so bad. They they hate each other's guts. And I don't know why. I don't well, know. Well, I told you, I told you my theory. And I, I don't have any science to back it up other than just being a parent. But I swear, the closer we get to Christmas is the the worst. That's when the behavior gets to be the worst. I mean, that's true in my own house as it is, I'm sure, and in others too. My oldest, she resents my youngest for sharing air. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just you know, the season. Oh, I know, I know. And I think that that's why it is so, it can be so hard for us then to sit down and go, oh my gosh, okay, let me, let me read my scriptures. Let me have my peace. Let me have this hope and joy that I'm supposed to feel at this time of year when everything is swirling around me. I've got my kids acting up. I've got, you know, family, I've got to coordinate. We've got to make meals. We've got to, and, and let's not forget all of the wrapping and the Christmas shopping and, and the lack thereof that's happened this year, you know, because of time and all the things, you know. So. You gotta take your wins when you can get it. Like maybe, maybe your kid only wants to do the Advent devotion for the chocolate behind the door, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll take that win. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it, I mean, it is. And I, you know, I have tried, uh, you know, myself even to just to refocus and recenter because um, it, it's just a, it's just a hard time of year. That and it, and it shouldn't. The weird thing is, it shouldn't be right. It should be the opposite. We're almost like we we sort of have that, that piece and all of that. But, um, I think it's, there's something to be said though. And you said it so perfectly about, you know, Jesus still rescuing, still redeeming. Like if you don't feel that peace, if you are in a place where you're like, I, I don't have a lot of hope. I'm, I don't have a lot of joy, like that, you know, that, that God is with you in that. And that, I mean, he, he dwells with you in that too, you know, like, I know this sounds probably so silly, but I was, um, I was just, um, I'm going to use the word marinate. I was marinating (laughs) on, on that, um, on just, you know, how God really does just dwell with me in the, in the wildest of places, because I, I was, um, just sort of having a moment, like I was, uh, you know, as, as with anybody that's lost someone, the holidays are, are hard, right? Grief is, um, it, it's, it can, it can, it adds an extra layer of challenge on top of holidays. And so sort of just having my moment by myself where I was just, you know, letting it out, um, you know, let, letting it out a little bit. And I just remember thinking like, here I am, I am sitting in the floor of my shower and I just, I just felt the presence of God with me. And I thought like, he is really so kind to do that to us. Like he literally comes to be with us on the floor of the shower, on a cold bathroom floor, like in the middle of a church pew, you know, at a work desk. I mean, in the car, like, I mean, it's like, that is sort of that epitome of Emmanuel, God with us. I mean, that he, he's so kind that he, he just shows up for us in that way, you know? I mean, yeah. And I guess that sometimes we just have to look at the conflict around us, maybe the conflict in our own homes and just say, this is God showing us why we needed him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And, you know, it. I think of the, the, the sweetest of moments can sometimes, um, and the, the, the deepest moments of our faith sometimes come from those hard times that we experience. And even, even looking back at, 
Um, even, you know, when Jesus was born, thinking about the turmoil that surrounded, you know, even him as he was coming into the world. I mean, I don't think any of that is by accident, you know, I mean, that that all of these, uh, you know, things will be happening around him. And then yet there is this peace and the stillness as he enters the world. And um, I don't know, there's just something very uh, precious about that, you know, to me. We were talking about this the other day about, you know, this being like the Advent season of, you know, what gives you hope, what gives you peace, what gives you joy, you know, what, gives you like how do you experience love or show love during this season did you have anything come to your mind that you thought this is like this is a way that I experience hope during this season or peace or anything like that yeah well hope I think uh you know as I teach two-year-olds and three-year-olds in Sunday school again and again, uh, I just can't say enough about the Jesus Storybook Bible Mm -hmm. because it brings you back to hope. And also, uh, like I said last year, we do um, the indescribable gift. um, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that advent um, reading and tree and, um, and that just the writing, um, in, in that is just, it just, it almost, if you feel like the bad mom who's taking down all the ornaments off the tree, then it reignites your excitement for the coming Messiah. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I'm reading that with my daughters and when I hear the words come out of Josie's mouth, because she reads the the big words, um, that gives me hope that that not everything is absolutely falling apart all around me mm-hmm. and, and it does it gives me excitement um for the season and it and it gives me excitement another thing that gave me hope this year was uh, my children helped me and my husband helped me uh, pack the red boxes in Asheboro mm-hmm. and you know I've done this for three years and they hadn't seen it they didn't really know what it was like yeah and um and I think, it, you know, they were taking it all in and, and, you know, they didn't understand what a big job it was, but it brought Phoebe a lot of excitement to do it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the next day she made a red box out of red paper at home. Like, it just like that gave me hope that these lessons that we teach, even though, you know, they don't want to breathe the same air sometimes they're yeah. learning, they're learning. God is, God is bringing us all through He's um he's redeeming us all and making us into into who he wants us to be. And mm-hmm. so that's that's what's given me hope. What about you? Um, I love that so much. Mine is um I, I mean, it's Christmas music, which I um I it's taken me a while to get into it this year. I I mean, I'm normally like a, you know, when can I break it out and start listening to it kind of person. And this you year about just... Mariah Carey in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Queen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the frost queen thaws out yeah exactly as she starts defrosting November the first yep um but it it's it's taken me a while to get into it this year I don't I don't know why I think I think maybe my heart's just having some trouble like I mean just you know probably just uh I think maybe just some you know some struggles still from the year or or whatever but I love um I heard the bells on Christmas day that is one of my favorite Christmas songs I know that that's not really a traditional like it's not really a happy like you know it's not rocking around the Christmas tree you know I mean 
Um, but I love the story behind it. And that's why I love it so much. Um, do you know the story behind it? Have you ever heard? Yes. Like him. I think that is so, um, I just think it's well, so. Go ahead and tell people for, just in case someone has Yeah. Heard. So um, it's, it actually was a poem that was written by Henry, uh, Henry Longfellow. That was his name. And he wrote a poem um, back in, I think it was like 1864. Uh, and it was called, uh, I think it was called Christmas Bells. And, um, and so he had a lot of tragedy in his life. So uh, he lost his first wife early on in their marriage. I think she'd suffered a miscarriage. He ended up losing his second wife um, after she was really badly burned in a fire. He was badly burned in that same fire trying to save her. And then he had a son um, that was really severely wounded uh, in battle during the Civil War. And so he had experienced all of this tragedy. And, and then so he sat down and wrote this poem, Christmas Bells, which that would later be put to music. Um, and that's what turned into, I heard the bells on Christmas day, which is what we know it to be now. Um, but I remember it's just those, those words where he says, you know, God is not dead, nor does he sleep. And he talks about, um, you know, the like righteousness prevails and, uh, you know, the peace that God gives and, you know, it's always had a special meaning to me, but even just in, you know, just walking through some really difficult things in my own life, it just gives me such, um, such a hope of we can experience the hardest of things, the most difficult of tragedies, the world can swirl around us with chaos and just, uh, you know, uh, division and violence and, um, you know, all of these things. And at the end of the day, you know, God is in control and the hope that we have through him, um, is just, I don't know. It, it just, it reminds me of, of Luke two fourteen. you know, where it just says, you know, glory to God in the highest and peace, you know, peace on earth, um, you know, to, to those on whom, you know, God's favor rests. And I don't know, there's just something about that, um, that song of being confident, confident in who God is to me and to us. And just, I, I mean, this isn't a cliche thing to say, and it, I don't, I don't hope in anything else. I mean, I, I don't, there's nothing else to, for me to really, to put my hope in, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. so for me, it's like, God has not done working. You know, we can experience these hard times and these difficult times. And, and at the end of the day, he, he's not done, you know? And so I think that song, um, and I love the, the casting crowns version is one of my favorite versions of that song. Um, but it, I don't know, it's just, uh, uh, I think a lot of those Christmas songs that we get used to singing and we hear them in the background and, and we think, well, that's a really nice song, but looking into the meaning of things and, and you go, oh my gosh, that's, that's why that song is the way that it is, you know? And so mm -hmm. to me, that's just such a powerful reminder of, of, of hope in Christ, you know, what about joy? The children's movies really do bring me joy. Like yeah. the old, yeah. old the red nose reindeer where yeah. the elf wants to be a dentist, like, yeah that yes. oh, you I'm not a misfit you can't yeah. make this up you know yeah. and so uh, yeah those those things bring me joy this past Sunday what brought me joy was Phoebe getting so excited about church just about singing but before that before the song before we went 
to sing ourselves the hymn. Uh, I guess it was a Christmas song or something like that. Oh, come all you faithful something. She was just bouncing up and down and dancing and directing the choir behind the choir director and the whole choir was cracking up at her while, um, while that was going on. Um, it's the, it's the little things like that. Like I agree. And at a mom camp, you know, one of the things that I, I told the moms, um, that we have to, like, I have to teach myself in, in, in slowing down what, what gives you pause and what gives you praise mm-hmm. and the things that we, we, like one of the things that I, I saw was that um, they had, you know, there's those giant acorns at Camp Luna Vista and um, one of them had cracked open and, um, and it was still kind of green. And I didn't know what an acorn looked like inside. Usually you mm-hmm. produce it on them and they just smash and they're red inside. And I didn't know, you yeah. know, I didn't, yeah. know, and I didn't know. And then other ones, because it had been wet, had started to sprout. And I didn't know which end the sprout came out. And I, and I learned something new and it, it was just such a revelation of God's design. Yeah. And I think that we can take joy in knowing that there is a plan for everything right down from the little acorn growing into the great big oak tree. And uh, yeah, that, that, that gives me pause and it gives me praise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. And I, I I think it's, it's, it's those little moments. I think that, especially in this season, that's really what we look back on and remember. Right. I mean, when I look back on years past, I know the Christmas craziness was there, right? So the same feeling that I feel this year has been there before in terms of, oh my gosh, am I going to get everything done? Am I going to get all the presents, right? Am I going to, you know, do all the things and plan all the things? And, but, you know, looking back, that's not what I remember. You know, I remember those little moments like that, that, that make up those sweet memories. The Christmas tree and looking up at the lights and mm-hmm. the ornaments underneath the Christmas tree. That's always, yes. that always takes your breath away. Yes. Yeah. And I'm with you on the, the the Christmas movies and um and I mean Christmas lights I love I just I wish we could have Christmas lights all year round but that probably wouldn't make they wouldn't be nearly as special <laughs> if we had them all year round but I don't know there's just there's something about that brightness in the midst of of the darkness that really just all humanity you know, you know not all like yeah and there's some people of other religions who don't celebrate at this time of year of course but right. just just all of of the greater part of the world mm-hmm. taking note that this is a separate and set apart part-time yes. for joy yep. for joy yes yes and that you know if we didn't have this time if we didn't have this this season where we are celebrating the birth of Jesus we couldn't turn around and celebrate Easter you know we we couldn't turn around and celebrate um you know him literally dying for us from from him um you know being raised from the dead and and that the stone being rolled away you know the stone being rolled away came after the manger you know so it's like us having this time to pause and to say what well, god had to do this first before he could do that you know mm-hmm. and really the the sheer geniusness of him that he creates that order you know and from and, chaos Yes, from the chaos. And so I think, you know, to any, any of, I'm saying that you, you, we're preaching to the choir, you and I here, but to anybody today that you're just like, everything just feels like it's crazy around me. And how am I supposed to be still and, 
you know, and focus on, on God and all that he's done during this crazy season. Well, that, that, that's it right there. You focus on those little moments and you focus on the times and the ways in which he comes to dwell with you in those moments, whether you're you in your car or that manger was not, that manger scene was not a calm place. It was a place no. of chaos. There was shepherds rocking up, sinking up the place with their sheep and everything yes. else. You know, there, there was just, yes. there was, it was, it was nuts around there. And, and yet Mary pondered these things in her heart, you know, yes. she, she just chilled out for a minute, took a deep breath and said, I'm going to remember this forever. Yes. My children probably did that when they, when I took down the Christmas ornaments, they said, I'm going to remember this forever. <laughs> And then they'll be telling about it on the psychologist couch one day. It'll be a Christmas memory. <laughs> but, you know, and to know that like that, and you're not alone in that. Like there are so like we've all had those moments. Well, and if we haven't, we probably will. We just haven't had them yet. Like, I mean, that it's just, you know, this can be a tough time to sort of settle and focus. And, and it just is, there's a lot of moving pieces. So, you know, knowing in those moments that, you know, God is, is, is so with you in those, in those small little moments and, and to appreciate the moments of joy and those moments of peace. And listen, I, I've, I, I have yet to find anything that has given me the peace that Jesus has given me. There's nothing that will give me the peace that Jesus has given me, you know? So it's like, those are things that I really hang on to. Cause I was, I was really thinking like, well, what's giving me peace, you know, during this season and what is, you know, what's that looking like? And I just kept coming back to like, it's nothing. It's, there's really nothing but him. I mean, that's all, that's, that's all I got. You know, I have, he, he is the only piece that I have ever been able to have. Nothing compares to him. It never will compare to him. And the world is going to offer us up so much temporary peace. It, it just is right. And it's, and some of it is, some of it does give us temporary peace for a little bit. I can zone out on a reality show, you know, really quickly. And I, I love holiday bacon championship. Listen, you know what I'm saying? But is that giving me real, is that giving me true peace and, and, and true joy in the moment? Like, you know, so it's like what I have to look at that and go, what does that, that peace really look like in my life? If, if joy is hard for you to find right now, if hope is hard for you to find, if peace is hard for you to find, like, and if love is, is hard for you to feel and experience and to give right now, knowing that like, that God came for you for that. And that, that you, you don't have to, to do anything. He is so faithful and gracious and good that, that if you are his, that's what he does. You know, I mean, that's just his, his kindness and goodness and mercy coming to us. So in those moments when you are about to lose your mind, because, you know, your kids are going crazy, or you think I can't, I can't go to one more family gathering and have to, coordinate all the things or you know like he's just he's such such a a powerful presence in those moments yes also I want to say what brings me joy is that they now have red pepper hummus in individual packs and um you can you can have a little pack every single day in your lunch box and that brings me joy well as I said there's that I love an individual pack snack (laughs) There you go. Snacks can always bring us. You joy. go deep, I'll go shallow. <laughs> Why do you think I love the holiday baking championship so much? Because all they do is bake, bake <laughs> delicious looking food. It is so good. Oh, but um, I hope that 
this has just been a moment maybe even for you to pause and just know first that you're, you know, that you're not alone in, in trying to navigate, um, you know, this season and, and trying to center your heart, but um, just knowing that, that hope and, and, and peace and joy, it, it is there because he is there, right? Hope is alive because Jesus is alive. Well, we hope that um, you have a wonderful Christmas coming up, a wonderful new year, and um, we will see you in 2023 when we come back and uh, we'll be refreshed and ready to go for a brand new year, which is so crazy to think about. If you need a personal Grinch, I will come to your house and de-decorate de your tree. I will I will throw all of the children's Christmas presents out on the front lawn and tell them that they're for good little boys and girls who want them. So I've done that before, too. So, yes. Um, Becca <laughs> is available. Christmases, and I will be your fall guy if you want to just give me a call at WMU. Yeah. yeah. Becca is available for those services. I will grant you. <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh, well, everybody, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And we will see you back um, on the next episode in the start of the new year. Merry Christmas, friends.